Good morning. Welcome to Daf Memches, page 48. The Gemara is continuing the discussion about whether minors can join in the Zimun. And the Gemara on the top of our Ahmed says that Rav Nachman tells us the halacha is that a katan, a minor who knows to whom he is blessing or she is blessing, you can count them into the Zimun. Uh, so the question, though, is what does this mean? Some of the Rishonim say this means that only if they have already brought, uh, have two pubic hairs. And others say it's even if they are a minor, a younger minor who does not have two pubic hairs, um, our basic custom is that we only allow uh, someone who is already bar mitzvah, 13, to able to be counted in the zimun. Um, however, the Gemara does go on to say that this idea of, of a katan to, who knows to whom he is blessing, how do we know this? And the Gemara says that when Rav and Abayah were young and they were before uh, Rabbah, and Rabbah said, you know, I want to prove whether or not you know to whom you're blessing, show me who you're blessing. And Rava showed the roof of the house, he pointed upwards, and Abai actually went outside to sh- point up to the heavens to show that he knew, he knew to whom he was blessing. And uh, the response was, oh, look how great you are. You guys are d- definitely destined to become great rabbis. The Gemara goes on and says that with this idea that you need 10 to say Elokeinu, to say God's name in the Zimun, even if you only have nine people who ate grain and one person ate vegetables, they would be able to starve. They would be able to join together. There is a big question about whether this same halacha would be true about um, three, when you need three people in order to do a zimun. And our, our practice is that we only allow the third to join in if the third actually had grain, some mizonos. It's not enough just to have vegetables. Anyways, the Gemara continues and says, okay, you've said if you have nine and one, it's good. What about eight and two? What about seven and three? And the Gemara says all of that's also good, meaning if seven had grain, had bread, and even up to three had just vegetables, they could do a zimun of elokeinu. Um, and the Gemara says that six would not be good enough. Why? Because even though six is a row, it's not a ruba de minkara. It's not a row that, which is recognizable. Therefore, it would not be sufficient. The Gemara goes on to tell a story about Yanai Hanela. Yanai was the king. He was the king. He was a, a, a descendant of the Hashmonaim, of the Hasmoneans. He was actually considered very evil because uh, the, some of the rabbis had questioned what his lineage, whether he was fit to be a king. And as, as a result of that, he massacred almost all of the rabbis. And because of that, he was one time breaking bread with his wife, and they did not have uh, anyone who could lead the benching. So his wife said, if I bring you a person who will lead the benching, you promise you won't kill him? And the Yana said yes, and it turns out it was Shimon ben Shetach, who was her own brother. And she brings Shimon ben Shetach, and Shimon ben Shetach was going to lead the benching for them. But uh, Yanai, the king, says, uh, he first says to Yanai, like, what should I bless? Should I say, Baruch she'achal Yanai v'chaveiruf mishlo? Should I bless Hashem? I, you didn't let me partake in the meal. Um, so should I bless Yanai? Should I bless Hashem who allowed Yanai and his friends to eat the food? So they gave him a cup of wine to, to participate. So he drank, and then afterwards he got another cup for the actual benching. And he, and he made the benching. So we see from here that you could even leave the benching with not, without eating bizonos or hamoti. All he had was a cup of wine. But the Gemara says this is just Shimon ben Shatach was only following his own position. But really the halacha is that you cannot be moti the rabbi midei chavos. And you cannot actually leave the benching until you yourself have at least a kezayis of bread. Uh, the Rishonim talk about this idea. It seems like you could only, even if you only had a kezayis and everybody else had a kedesfiyah, the amount of satisfaction, which... The satisfaction would be biblical if you only had a kezayis, it would only be rabbinic. And there's a long discussion in the Rishonim about whether that works. Uh, the Gemara goes on and says that, um, uh, brings other proofs, other statements that say that, that the final ruling is that you can join in with a zimun even if you just had 
uh, a little bit of vegetables or something, or vegetable dipped in, in brine. But in order to be motzi, wrapping the chovas, in order to satisfy others' obligation, you actually have to have a kazais of dog on an olive size of, gra- of grain. And that seems to be the psaq. The Gemara then goes on in the Amma base to say, what is the origin of Birkat Amazon? And we say that actually Moshe did the first bracha when the man came down. Yoshua did the second bracha when they entered into the land of Israel. Dovin and Shlomo did the third bracha of Boni Yerushalayim when the, they entered Yerushalayim and when the temple was built. And Atova HaMeitav, the fourth bracha, was done after the Haruge Beitar, after those who were killed in the 135 and the Bar rebellion. The, the base of it was the city of Beitar, and thousands and thousands of Jews were killed, and uh, they weren't able to be buried. But when the Romans finally allowed them to be buried, they made the bracha of Atov HaMeitav. The Gemara goes on to say, when do we do the special insertion for Shabbos? And we say we do it in the bracha of Rachem in the third bracha. But some say you could do it in other places, but we pass when you do it in the bracha of Rachem. The Gemara goes on to talk about how do we know that you bench? We know from the Vachalta you have to bench after you're satisfied. How do you know you need a bracha before? The Gemara says it's a Kalvachomer. If you have to bet, make a bracha after you're satisfied, so before when you're really feeling that sense of gratitude to Hashem for giving you the food before you be in, all the more so you should do a bracha. But the Gemara then gives other proofs, other psukim that might prove to you the idea of having a bracha rishona, uh, including the pasuk of ubarech eslachmacha, where we say that Hashem will bless your bread. Don't read it ubarech, but ubarech eslachmacha, but ubarech eslachmacha, that you should bless. Uh, before you eat bread, also interesting uh, proof from Shaul. When Shaul comes in, the maidens tell him, oh, wait for Shmuel, he's going to make a bracha on the zevach, on the carbon. Here you see him make a bracha uh, before. The Gemara concludes with the idea of just as you make a bracha on the good, you should also make a bracha on the bad. Uh, we learned the bracha of Diana Ms from. And the Gemara also uh, talks about the idea and proves the concept of Birchas Torah, learns the idea of Birchas Torah, making a brach when you study Torah, out of the idea of Birchas Hamazon. That concludes Daf Mem Ches. See you tomorrow for Daf Mem Tes.